Vancouver in the blazing sun on the 9th of February, 61. And from the 10th of February through till May, it rained and poured all night and day. The more they tried to keep me down, the better I live in this here town. Welcome to an episode of Vancouver Places, the podcast. This is going to be an interesting one because this is not our normal format where we tell you the fun, interesting stories about the city of Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada that you must not miss. This one, we're going to tell you about something completely different. Also, we're in person for the first time in a while. We had one for our avid listeners. We had one a little while ago where we were in person, but this time we're, we're all sitting around where this is all safe. Bonnie Henry gave us the okay. What did you say we were doing before, Dave? We're uh, swapping germs around a table, and uh, we're being very socially distanced, but we usually do this on Zoom, Yeah. and now we're together in person, which... Uh, real life, yeah. Real life, nice. which may or may not be of interest to those listening. I hope it sounds different, because I feel better. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> so, but getting back on topic, this is not going to be the standard, um, the standard episode, but you guys are obviously the authors of 111 Places in Vancouver that you must not miss, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. you have a special announcement. We do. Are we yeah. going to introduce you differently from now on? Well, we'll see We'll see about that, but you're right. We do have some news, um, and we wanted the people, the kind people who've been listening to our podcast for these last uh, 39, 40 episodes or, or however many months, uh, it's, months it's been that we've been, six uh, months that we, been doing, that yeah. been doing so this. We, we wanted you to know our news yeah. first. So Dave, our news, what is well, it? Well, we have got a new book coming out and the, the publishers of 111 places in Vancouver that you must not miss are a German-based company in Cologne, Germany called Emens. And they approached us to write the book about Vancouver. And it was a, a big success. It went into a second printing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's done very well. Uh, you know, it's available in all bookstores, Amazon, around the world. I've had, I've had friends in Chicago phone me and they say, "Hey, I saw your book in the rack and in Japan and in uh, Australia." So it's a globally distributed oh, wait, book. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't yeah. Know that. <laughs> global distribution. Yeah. yeah, you know, it's it's they they have they're well done in Canada. They have a uh, what's the company that distributes in Canada called the um, distribution company in oh, Canada? I'm, I'm, in blank, I'm blanking. Uh, Moving on. Doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. But anyways, they have they have reps and distribution, and they're legit, and they're they're a publishing company, and uh, that's what they do. They publish titles on different cities, so they have two hundred and fifty titles. They have New York, Rome, Paris, Madrid, Moscow, Vancouver, and uh, they're doing the Vancouver book in German. Uh, they're mm-hmm. being translated. Right. Yes, I haven't seen that. And yet. that's not our announcement. That's not our no. announcement. But that's so the book's done well. So they asked us to do another book, and we said yes. And for the last year. We have been writing, researching, photographing 111 places in Whistler that you must not miss. Yeah. So excited about that. It's, we say, first, whenever I tell people confidentially that we've been working on that, a lot of people say 111 places in Whistler. And then I have to explain, well, we've taken some latitude with the definition. It's focused on Whistler, but we're actually looking at the Sea to Sky Highway. And, and we've got places in there from Porto to Pemberton. Porto Cove to Pemberton. But... Yeah. Um, I'd say eighty or ninety of them are eighty of them are Whistler, and then you've got you've got the uh, you got Squamish, yep, and you've got Britannia Beach, mm-hmm. and but the, most of it is is Whistler. And we, uh, you know, I've been going up there skiing since I was fifteen or sixteen years old. I love Whistler. What's there not to love about Whistler? And it was a little bit more of a challenge to find one hundred and eleven places in a, in a town of ten thousand people as opposed to two point five million yeah. in Vancouver. But we did. Yeah. It's done. And it's coming is it, out. Is that the is it ten thousand? Permanent residents? Yeah, 10,000 permanent residents. it's up residents. and down and up and down and up and down. Right? Well, yeah. how do you define permanent? You might own a yeah, condo yeah, yeah, there yeah, and yeah. go there on the weekends. Are you permanent? I think the 10,000 refers to people that really pay taxes, it's work not, there Monday to Friday, and slog it out. Not 8,500 Australians. And 
Yeah, but it's not. I mean, whatever. If whether it was twenty or thirty, it doesn't yeah. matter. Whistler is not that big. Yeah. As far as the company Eamons, it would be one of the books that they took not a chance on, but they're they're used to doing Moscow, Rome, Madrid, New York, and so for them to have uh, decided to commit to a book on Whistler, we were really happy with, on the uptake, and we think it's going to do really well. I mean, we got some great stories, and the timing. You know, as we come out of this pandemic and the world opens up again, um, we're really hoping that this book will resonate with uh, with our, our listeners and, and readers. Yep. And we've got in the book, Mike, we've got four seasons of content is, how, is how I try to, to, try to pitch it. It is a four-season resort. Four seasons. It is a four-season yeah. resort. So we've got four seasons of content in there. We've got stuff about eating, drinking, shopping, hiking, canoeing, skiing, shooting, and even axe throwing. Sleeping. And sleeping. We've got a ghost town some people might know about. We've got some shipwrecks people might know about. There's a bunch of stuff. But we thought it might be fun for this episode because yeah. we want to save a lot of that for future podcast episodes. And we'll follow the same format that we've been doing So we're going to change to the name point. of the podcast eventually. Yeah. That make no difference to our podcast followers, but um, it'll be called Vancouver and Whistler Places. But you'll still, you'll still get it on Podbean and on Apple and Google just as Vancouver Places because mm-hmm. it's too confusing to change that. But we'll start introducing Whistler Stories. And uh, start promoting the Whistler book. And um, yeah, so this is kind of like, today we're not going to talk about a specific place, but we're making an announcement that our Whistler book is either out by now or is going to come out in the next couple of weeks in bookstores. And, and Graham, it's the Manda Group. Thank that's you. That's the distribution yes. company out yeah. of Toronto. And that's the book business is fascinating. I mean, there's a company that has sales reps calling on bookstores in Halifax and Montreal and Regina. Peter, Manda. Peter. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Peter Shout is, the, is Peter. our guy there. Yeah. And, uh, you know, how, how do books find their ways into stores? And, and when you go into your local bookstore, the book is there. It doesn't happen by accident. It happens through a, a distribution network that Eamons have a global distribution network. And the, the book is distributed in Canada through Manda, available on Amazon. And we're hoping that this one will go into a second printing and be translated into different languages. And 111 places in Whistler that you must not miss. And uh, it's, it was a ton of fun to do it, although it was... Before we get into Mike picking numbers, it was challenging um, for three reasons, I think. I think, first of all, the pandemic made it tough to write during the pandemic. Yeah, yeah. We would go up there and Whistler shut, and you can't go visit a place. That was a bit of a challenge. Then we did all the photography, and you know we'd need a picture in the summertime, but we missed the summer window, and in the wintertime, you can't shoot it in snow, or we'd need a winter picture mm. in the summertime. So that made a huge difference. Yeah. And then Whistler is just so much smaller, and you know, you'd have to make a trip up there because neither of us live in Whistler. I have a place up there. I've been going there my whole life. But um, it was a it was a, a year-long project that um, was done during the pandemic and was a challenge with the, yeah. with the weather and with the, you know, the remoteness of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we yeah. got it done. It was fun. And, you know, I'm... I'm pretty, as I've said uh, earlier this evening when we were talking, but I'm really pleased with this one. I think it's really good. But listeners probably want to know what's in there. And uh, we thought, Mike, uh, mm-hmm. it might be kind of fun to just ask you to uh, pick a number from 1 to 111. And, and we'll yeah. flip through and this our, is, our copy. And, uh, and we'll this talk is a really, bit about that it's one. not like a setup. Mike yeah, uh, did usual, not write I the book. Don't know Mike has no idea what chapters they we are. Start. We wrote it. Mike's the host, Mike's the technical guy. Mike has been amazing uh, throughout the last 40 episodes, but he, he wouldn't pick a number he knows about. He's going to pick a number, and then we're going to tell you a little bit about that and see how it goes. If it were, you know. So I'm oblivious as yeah. per usual. So, yeah. uh, so you want me to pick a number yeah, now? Pick a number. Pick a number, any number. Pick a number, any number. Yes. 74. 74. Okay, 74. And, and uh, we're going to flip. We're going to flip. Yeah, well, I'm going to tell you what it is right now. Mm-hmm. 
It's the Pemberton Distillery. Oh, the Pemberton Ooh. Distillery. And that's one that you wrote, yeah. isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So tell one. us a bit about that. So I don't know if I can if I can flip through to it. Yeah. So you're also for our listeners, I, I lived in Whistler for a little while, so I have a bit of yeah. connection to some of these places. Well, you lived there for two years. Yeah, kind of on and off. Yeah. So I've so there's some places that I know a lot better, and there's some places like as per okay. usual, I just had zero idea about. But Pemberton Distillery, I do know. Pemberton about Distillery. Much. This is probably actually it's really interesting that you picked this one because this is probably the farthest away one. Farthest this, north this from Vancouver. The, the whole sea to sky no, corridor that you were talking possibly. about. Yeah. It's not the farthest, it's the second farthest. Pemberton Distillery, and we've talked before about my status as a genologist. Oh yeah, gene. Or a genius. Genius? Or whatever. They have, the Schramm family have some fantastic uh, gin. And they they are at a distiller, and they make it there, and they use the potatoes... From the Pemberton Valley. From the Pemberton Valley. That's all I'm going to say about all right, this. Okay, yep, yep, we're going to do a whole episode on I it. I would also yep, just yep. say, just go to Pemberton if you're in Whistler. Just go to Pemberton. It's a cool 30 or 40 town. kilometers yeah, up yeah, the road. Cool Might as well. Okay, pick another number. Pick another number. Uh, 17. Number 17. 17. Okay, what is... This is great. Yeah, this is put us on the flip, spot. Flip okay, our, so we've, got our, we've got our dummy copy here, and number 17 is... The uh, Britannia Shipwrecks. That's another one that you uh, wrote. That's another one that I wrote. So we still haven't hit Whistler, have we? I haven't hit Whistler yeah, yet. Yeah. So the Britannia Shipwrecks, I think a lot of people know when you drive through Britannia, you see the mine that's there. You that's the tourist attraction, the, tourist the Britannia att- mine. Yeah, yeah. And on your left, as you're driving north, there's actually about uh, four or to six, I haven't read the chapter uh, right away, but there's four to six uh, shipwrecks. Of, there. of course, know. you can't see them because they're below water, yeah, but okay. we've got a chapter that tells you a little bit about the shipwrecks. Yeah, because yeah, you there. see the old like docks as you yeah, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. shipwrecks. There, there, are, there are shipwrecks there. And we yeah. This is about. just a little kind of a sampler. You know, yeah, We don't want to go in too deep yeah. because then you won't listen to the episodes, but right. maybe a year from now or six months from now, we'll do a whole you know, 15-minute podcast on that. So pick yeah. another yeah. number, please, Mike. 104. Oh, 104. Am I going to hit Whistler this time? No, well, let's I don't see. know, man. I don't know what number four is. This is kind of fun. 104. The West Coast Railway Heritage Park. We still haven't hit Whistler. <laughs> <laughs> why don't we? So why the, we'll do eighty-six? No, no, okay. no, 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 I can't remember the exact uh, sort of figure, but they have a lot a of lot rolling trains. stock yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. A lot of, a lot of rolling, rolling stock. stock. It's worth the stop. A lot of rolling stock there. So if you museum. like trains, and you, just, you can just like hop through them. It's pretty. It's cool. very cool. There's yeah. one. There's one train car there that actually used to be a restaurant uh, in Vancouver. Oh, People right. used. To, it was like a diner. Right. Uh, yeah. Back in the day. And okay. It's, it's anyway, okay. Carrie, pick uh, another number. Sixty-seven. Sixty-seven. It is. Say Whistler, come on, Whistler. Okay, this is a cool one. Okay, uh, Our Lady uh, of Mountain Church. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, yeah, there okay. is a there is a church up in Whistler. Yeah, and it has moved um, along the Valley Trail, is where it is now. I don't have the exact address, but it used to be at the base of the mountain, and it was an A-frame hut. And back in the uh, late '60s, mid '60s, yeah. you know, the uh, people that were all going up to Whistler skiing would come in for services on Sunday with their boots on and their ski poles, and hoping the minister would kind of have a real short sermon because they all wanted to hit the slopes. That's yeah. the origin of it. Now it's moved to Pray the Valley for snow. Trail. <laughs> Pray, for <laughs> Pray for snow. Pray for snow. And there's a really cool. It's made out of wood cross out front. And uh, I went in there and met the uh, met the minister and uh, and the administrator, and they gave me a tour. It's like the heart of, of Whistler, and a lot of activities take place there. And 
Do you think of the church at Whistler that people go to? No. no. It's worth the visit. It's really yeah. a really a cool place and part of the important part of the community. Okay. And it is Our Lady of Mountain Church. So hit Whistler now. Do you, you hit Whistler. Do, do you want me to do one more? Yeah, pick it up. Yeah. Of course, pick a few yeah. more. Uh, actually, can I just pick? I know that this place is in there. Can I just okay. pick one and we'll yeah. find the number? Right. Yeah. Let me pick Rimrock. I'm a big fan of Rimrock Cafe. Okay. Great yeah. restaurant that... Mm-hmm. Well, we've got, of, it's pretty well known, isn't it? Yeah, we've got three or four restaurants in there. And the Rimrock, I think, is the quintessential oh, man. fine place. dining. And uh, what makes it unusual is that it's been around forever since the beginning of Whistler. Mm. Then uh, the waiters that are there, the service is so good. Most of them have worked there for eight or ten years before they can become waiters. They've mm-hmm. got to be a busboy, be a dishwasher. Mm-hmm. Food is amazing. Oh, and then the location's not that pretentious. It's kind of, it's kind of away, in Creekside, yeah. tucked away. And yeah. I wouldn't call it a strip you, mall. I, like, if you've been to Whistler, you could drive by a million times and you never notice it. You would just think it's it, a little yeah. coffee shop. But yeah. it's one of the finest restaurants, I think, in Western Canada. It's one of my favorite restaurants ever. Yeah, ever. Yeah. yeah. So the Rimrock Cafe is, is, is featured in the book. Yeah. It's That's expensive, it. but yeah. it's good. Yeah. Can, or, I, can I give you another one that's yeah, in Whistler? Yeah, yeah. Peaked Pies. Yeah. Oh, Peaked yeah. Pies is great, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah right? Yeah. 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 Well, do you know about it? Um, do tell. That's pretty, I know that it's it's it started in Whistler. It's obviously Australian guys because yeah. it's Peaked Pies. Yeah. Uh, they were in kind of, not the Upper Village, but it was it's kind of like, it's not on the Village Stroll, I know that much. It's a little further away, but it, they've grown. They've They've got a bunch of Peaked Pies around now. Yeah, and, that, and I think that's one of the things that's interesting to Vancouver people is you mm-hmm. think Pink Pies, oh, they also have a location in Whistler. It's like, that no, was the first one. it the first started one was Whistler, yeah, yeah. I knew yeah. that was yeah. the first yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's part of the uh, you know the Australian yeah, yeah. Uh, group that, that's the, there. The but meat pies. It's peaked. Yeah. Do you know why it's Do called they? a, a peaked pie? No, I don't know. Actually. It's because it is peaked with mashed potatoes oh. and, and mashed peas. And do they have, do they have kangaroo meat? They do. Yeah. yeah, that yeah. would be the one that I want to get, the yeah. kangaroo meat pie. So pick another number. That was good. Pick another uh, number. Pick a number. Any number, Sonny Boy. Eight. Number eight. Bingo. Okay. No, sorry. I wasn't. Bingo. Okay, <laughs> the, it's the, um, Graham and I uh, met at the, uh, at Vanock. We're, mm-hmm. uh, for, I was there for five years and as the director of sponsorship sales. Sorry, and how long were you there for, Graham? Five Not years? Four, I think. Yeah, yeah, and you were communications and uh, working on the uh, digital side. And so we... I mean, we, we relied on a lot of people when we wrote the book that we'd have to go interview them about the restaurants or about community centers or about some attraction. But when it came to anything to do with the Olympics, we knew a bit about that because we worked for four or five years on the Olympics. And the number that you chose, number eight, is the Athletes' Village. Ah, cool. So we, um, we were involved in uh, press releases and the planning and in meetings where that was being put together and watching it evolve. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they took uh, this, you know, this, this area, turned it into housing for the athletes, and then turned that into housing for the community, yeah. you know, repurposed yeah. it. Yeah. And it's worth a visit. There's some great art objects. There's a wonderful training center. It was really heavily the utilized host- during the games. I think yeah. the hostel is there. I think the only hostel in Whistler. Yeah. Yeah. And so if you're a, a tourist to Whistler and you want to get a real feel for the local flavor to not visit the athletes village that was um, an important part of the 2010 games, yeah. uh, I think would be a shame. And we, we write about that with a degree of authority. And that mm-hmm. was just as you're coming in. I think you just go by the Whistler sign. And yeah, then it's before, on the you, before side. you hit Creekside, before, yeah, it's a few kilometers side, before yeah, Creekside. Yeah. 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 So pick one more. That's fun. Let's do 109. Oh, 109. Let's just go from one side to the other. Lucky 109. The Whistler Skate Park. Oh, that's fun. Everybody thinks about snowboarding and skiing and biking, but but, uh, skateboarding is pretty cool. Yeah. 
And they got some architects in that had a lot of experience, like I think in around 2001, 2002. City Council allocated a significant amount of money, hundreds of thousands of dollars, to build a really cool skate park. It is really cool. And it's lit at nighttime. It's it's used by teenagers and people older and... And it's just a cool place to some hang. Some cool the history graffiti, of it. you know, like if you're just yeah, you're Instagramming, you're looking to take some pictures. To hang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll do one more that I want to pick because I kind of know it's in there too. Yeah. Is the covered bridge? I'm a huge fan of that covered bridge. It's cool. That bridge. is the, Fitz- the covers Fitzsimmons yeah. Creek. It's yeah. got the cool lights. It's kind of in between, like with the the upper village and the main village. Yeah, and it's near uh, Rig- Ross Rigliotti Park, and mm-hmm. uh, it's a wonderful place to take wedding photos. It's a wonderful place to take a selfie. And uh, I talk about um, covered bridges, the, um, the nature of them. They last for longer than non-covered bridges just because the roof over protects the, um, you know, the foundation yeah. and why they're built like they're built. And that is a classic covered bridge that if you're going to be at Whistler anyways, why not take the time to find out where it is, visit it, take a couple of pictures, and you might not. No other guy. There is no really... There is really no guidebook on Whistler. There's tons of books really? on hiking. So yeah. And then Whistler's included in guidebooks on Vancouver and Victoria. They're all bundled together. But this book is just Whistler and just quirky, interesting places like the ones that we've mentioned. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Graham? Yeah. Well, um, we should wrap it up because we're going to do a, a, you know a, a u- our usual length. You know, you're going to ask me for a final thought. Uh, I'll have to think about that still. I just wanted to say... We've got uh, in this book, so we've covered a few things. We've given you a bit of a sense of it. Uh, we've got some really cool stuff there on uh, in indigenous content, uh, museums, artwork, signs. Uh, we found the oldest building in town. We oh. talk a little bit about that. We found a place. Uh, some people may have heard about the prime minister being a bouncer. Trudeau. In Justin town. Trudeau Justin was a bouncer. We got the bar he bounced at. So we've got uh, some information about that. Um, some information about John Montgomery's famous beer from the Olympics. That's right. That's an yeah. iconic moment. Um, places to get beer, places to get coffee, um, and interesting um, uh, double-decker bus. Where the bears hang out. Bears, eagles, yep. birds, and marmots. Oh, all they're all and in they're there. And a cover well. of the book, they, you know, that was the, probably one of the more important decisions you make when you're working with, a, was, an, we with an editor. Put, we wanted to put Dave's face on it. We wanted to put my face on it as a dartboard. But um, you're dealing with um, a, you know, a company that really has the formula down pat, Emons, and they, they, they do these books worldwide. And we all agree the cover is very important, but we have to agree what it's going to be. And we chose a black bear. Yeah. Just to, just to, because when you are from out of town, a lot of people that come from all over the world, that, that's what they want to see. They want to see a bear. Yeah. And of course, Mike, when you lived in Whistler, would you see one almost every day? I mean, I had, uh, a lot, I had some very interesting bear run-ins. Yeah. I yeah. saw several I got, while I taking got, like, photographs for this book. I, I <laughs> yeah. can, this might come up, but I definitely was within a couple feet of a couple bears. And yeah. I had one run-in with a bear and, a, and some cubs well, one time. We have a chapter in the book on where to spot bears in Whistler, but when we met with the... Uh, photo editors and the editor and the publishers with Emons, and we tried to pick an iconic uh, image, we all agreed, you know what, a bear is a real, we got kind of a funny looking sloppy life cartoon, not cartoon, it's actually a realistic looking bear. I think he's And uh, it's a green cover and it's 111 places in Whistler that you must not miss and then there's a little kind of a plug on the side it said includes the sea to sky highway yeah. because we have uh, attractions and, and many people said how did you come up with 111 and it w- it wasn't that hard there's a lot of really cool things in whistler yeah. Yeah. yeah one last thing about the the cover i like it too dave because it goes along with the vancouver one so the vancouver yeah. one was it's blue, blue with the, with with the, the float, float plane, plane. yeah yeah and this one is green with the bear and i think those two really symbolize mm-hmm. you know both regions right. It also, again, going back to the Olympic things, if people sort of remember the Olympic brand, there was a lot of blue 
and green. Yeah, see the sky and those are our colors. And yeah. So, the, so it'll be they really stores. go together, yeah. I think, really well. And I, I like that about yep. it, too. And in fact, even when you pitched the idea initially, it was kind of like, well, a Vancouver book, we feel like it's not quite complete unless we've also got the Whistler yeah. book to go yeah, with. It so feels, it's a nice pair, I yeah. think. Yeah. 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 In bookstores if near I do you, say so, yeah. I think in July, August, September, you'll be able to get it. And uh, this damn pandemic will be behind us. And they're going to be opening up the borders. And so may, maybe our timing is good. And pick up a copy, and uh, you want to wrap it up there with what you always say, Mike? Are we done here? You want to final come back next week? or final fi- thoughts? I, I think I've kind of given you my final thoughts. Buy the book, yeah, damn it. I, yeah, well, that's what now, I was, that was 25 what I was bucks, cold, say. hard cash, coin yeah. of the realm, put it down at the counter. Charge, charge cards are but, accepted. Uh, yeah. Amazon, chapters, Indigo, Amazon, chapters, Indigo, anything. Go, yeah, just go to bookstore. We'll all find store, books. Black Bond. Yeah, we'll yep. all find yeah. books or stores. UBC bookstore. And if not... Just listen to the podcast for free. Is there a cheap... place in Whistler to buy it? Armchair books. Armchair and books. that is one of the chapters. Yeah, or just listen to the podcast every week and you'll find out you don't have to buy it. You know, we don't care. We just, <laughs> just want to have some fun. So it's conflicting messages. Buy the book, don't buy the book, whatever you want to <laughs> do. Whatever you want to do. Yeah. But whatever. As when Dave I... says don't buy the book, what he really means is buy the book. Buy the book. Buy the book. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But as long as you come back next week and find out the fun, yeah. interesting stories about Vancouver and now Whistler. Yeah. And the, the Cedar Sky and the Pemberton and Squamish and Got all it. those places. So we're, going, we're covering a whole area. We're branching out now. So come back next week to learn more places in the whole Vancouver Lower Mainland, Lower mainland area uh, that you must not miss. But make sure you come back. Talk to you next time. Bye.